In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. The views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kitties. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time? Say no. Geek Father real loud. Geek Fire way out! I just did it. Hey guys, welcome back. It's a What's new happening? episode of The Geek Fathers. That's right, I'm Scotty P here with my co host, Kyle Smasher. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Ah, hanging in there, man. Uh, you know, just more time of bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent as we do. <laughs> you know, got to have our catchphrase in there. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, if, if, you, if you guys haven't noticed yet, uh, since also listening to a, a fun interview I had with uh, my buddy Chris... Uh, from the last episode, mm-hmm. uh, we've been making the, the changes are, are are more valid now uh, of changing the show a little bit, uh, <laughs> making official co-host. As we said, even before the beginning of the year, we were already talking about it and planning on it. Yeah. So uh, we've got that. We've got the the new. It's hard to tell the difference. I mean, you can if you really look, you can tell the difference. But it just from afar, yeah. it could be my face twice, your face twice. Yeah, I noticed that. I was just like, "Wow, that did come out like almost mirror like." Yeah, really. If you yeah. think about it, which is I, funny, but I think it's the uh, bald and the glasses and the beard. Yeah, well, that the, that I mean, wh- the holy trinity there. Basically, that that's that's <laughs> that's what it comes down to, and it's just I don't know, ironic or just funny that I have a shaved head again. Uh, I messed up my hair, yeah. you know, the other day or whatever. And you didn't but. even want one. That's the worst part. Yeah. You know, you know what? Shit uh, for, happens. for for the past year pandemic time, I've had fun growing out the hair, doing stuff I just haven't done with it in years, and I yeah. still may grow some hair back out again. The, the, it gives the wife a cheap thrill, you know. She, she likes a little bit. Well, no, to have a little bit of hair. Oh, have a little. She bit actually of hair. likes oh, okay. having some hair on there. She she's never minded the shaved head, but prefers some type of hair or haircut. Some you know. Yeah. Other than well, me, especially if you can the, grow it. I mean. I look like Jean-Luc Picard if I grow my hair out. And well, at this point, it's probably pretty gray that it really will look like that. Dude, Halloween time this next year, you know, you never know. <laughs> you could get something good. Could get yeah, something there's real good. A, I think there's a Big Bang Theory episode where Leonard, they dress up as their um, their favorite. Uh, they were all next-gen characters. Next, next generation Star Trek. Right. With Picard, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, some of the yeah. listeners the, may for the not non, know. Yeah, for the non, you know, Trek nerds, I know there's some super duper Trek nerds that would just, you know, look at me and go, "Shut the fuck up." But right, 
Um, yeah, no, maybe I will. I'd have to find the suit thing. Um, they're easy they're to make. Suit. There, there were guess. so many variations by the time, like by the time all the series, the, the different shows ended mm-hmm. with that timeline. There, there's a few variations you could probably do that. I think that could be a fun one. I you, or because you have enough headspace, just do a Klingon. And just put a bunch of big old ridges on your forehead and stuff. I mean, hey, you know, take just take advantage of what you got. Yeah, <laughs> I got a big forehead too. Yeah, I'm t- see, I'm see. Not only am I just giving you ideas, I'm talking about myself. Then oh, yeah. coming oh, yeah. in, no, well, bringing it back to the logo. Round. I have a nice round head, but your head is like round. Yeah, like M- mine's more egg. Is seriously round. Yeah, My, mine's more egg shape, not not egg head. Like I, I don't have the brains. Egg yeah. shape. That's see, I just it. Got, like, I got like a, a long, people can't see this, but I'm, I'm showing him, I got this super long forehead. So when I look from the side, if you look at me from the side, I almost look You've got the elongated. bigger slope. I've got the Cro-Magnum, like very brunt forehead is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You're like a Viking forehead. <laughs> hey, hey, it's better <laughs> what to. What I imagine a Viking Scottish forehead. Scottish Kung like. Fu, I just headbutt everybody. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's a lot, it's a lot more efficient. <laughs> exactly. And you could probably, yeah, you could hold your beer while doing it. Damn right. Don't drop that beer, but <laughs> hey, hey, and I know in this episode we're gonna we're gonna go go into some things and we're gonna have some laughs. And there is a geek fathery thing that I have been dying to talk about. All right, l- let me say this because I, because I know the way this episode is gonna go, and so just to make sure it's put out there, guys, we have the new logo. So go oh. see T Public. Mm-hmm. You know the link through the gypodcast.com. Yes, and of course the new logo is going to be on available for all the merch. And there's going to I'm coming up with some still bouncing some ideas off some more logo ideas and mm-hmm. things like that. But a, again, by the time this episode is done, we're probably not going to worry about the stuff. So just guys, gypodcast.com, <laughs> check out all the shows. That's I'm just right. getting it done right now because hey, we're we're going to hey, go deep this episode. Yeah. Um, Check out all the other shows, guys. I know uh, by the time we're recording this, um, From the Mouse of Madness just dropped another great episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, GY Flagship, GY Knights, all right on time. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say Knights just dropped this week. Just dropped. That we're recording. So Mm -hmm. uh, just to give you a a timeline idea of what we're working with, guys. And, of course, Bruce Weekly being great with the precap, telling us about the future of entertainment. Uh, so, guys, check us out. Check out everybody else, uh, all for your listening pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, new logo, ready to go. We're officially the Geek Fathers now. That's right. So we got to remember to add that S because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm still changing social media stuff. So if anybody notices anything too, where you <laughs> yeah. see it's just not without not with the S yet, let me know so I can go update all the information. I've been trying mm-hmm. to be really good about finding all those little details and social media stuff pages and everywhere else so yeah don't hold back on them either guys oh no 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 (laughs) virtually slap me if you got to it's it's fine i can take it and i'm (laughs) i'm man enough if you will maybe (laughs) well hey i don't know so now that we (laughs) now that that i got my idiotacy (laughs) my stupid out of the way what you got what's up (laughs) (laughs) um all right so and this is completely so if you know hobbit lowdown groots uh uh fuck you hunter if any of them listen to this i'm sure they're gonna go of course 
But I have been dying to talk about Superman and Lois, which is a re sort of a new version of you know of Superman, but right. he has a family. You know, he's got two he's got two twins with Lois. Which there were some storylines in the comics about times like that happening, wasn't there? I mean, he's had kids. I don't think he's had twins. Of course, I mean, I could be wrong. There's so many iter- um, different iterations and and storylines right. and universes. I don't pretend to know them. Well, all. and, I'm and sure it's not like CW just pulls from like one storyline from the comics. They they no. pull bits and pieces for all their shows. So. Sure, just like you know, like yeah. WandaVision did with like House of M was I know oh, uh, something they took yeah. a lot off. So. Yeah, they take bits and pieces, but this is um, essentially the show. And it's spoiler alert for anyone who is listening to this and has not seen it yet. I'm going to give some spoilers. I haven't, so, but you. I mean, we'll watch. Are it you anyways. sure? Are you sure? I can. I'll try to hold back. I'll just. I'll no, no, go it. go ahead because I mean we're we're behind on all the shows, not just the <laughs> right. CWDC stuff right now. Yeah. So we'll. I'll probably forget about it and be. And as soon as I watch, it, I'll be like, "Ooh, that's what Kyle said." Okay, cool. You know. Yeah. So well, go on, do your yeah, thing. And it's on, uh, yeah, so there's different formats to watch it. But essentially, the show starts with, you know, just a very quick, quick like, 30-second gloss over, like, hey, Superman, I dropped here, this happened, then I became, you know, or I, I dropped here, they got raised by Jonathan, Martha Kent, moved to uh, Metropolis, you know, worked at the Daily Planet, met Lois Lane. Boom. Then it goes to the future, where he's essentially, they've got two teenage sons in high school, or about to start high school. And the Daily Planet is bought by, uh, you know, a Lex Luthor type who's in the comics as well and um, and buys it and fires Clark. Uh, Lois is still there because she's Lois fucking Lane. You know, as far as a reporter goes, Clark was all right. But in the stories, you know, Lois Lane, Lois is, the Lane Pulitzer, is Pulitzer, Pulitzer surpri- yeah, prize yes. winner and all that. So yes. they get, you know, he gets, you know, he gets laid off and he's at home you know, the next day and it's in the morning and he gets a call from the doctor and he just, and you just see him speed off to Smallville and he, you know, right to, uh, the Kent farm and he runs inside and his mom's dead. So that's how it starts. Yeah. Wow. Okay. He gets fired from the daily planet and his mom dies. I was like, what the fuck? Wow. This is crazy. So they're, they're going to the dark time, you know, somewhat of a darker mindset almost. No, it's not quite Zack Snyder dark. It's just, it's very human. It's like, it's not trying to be dark. It's just trying to show uh, that particular character or those set of characters from a different lens, which is, all right, he's, yeah, he's Superman, but he damn sure isn't perfect. He's not a great father. I mean, he's a great father. He tries to be, but he's not perfect because he's Superman, right? So he's never home. Just like the normal dad who might have to work too much or work two jobs. Um, Right, right. You know, and he's trying to balance all that out, and he's got one son who needs, you know, uh, sort of medication for mood stabilizers because they have a social disorder, and then another one's, you know, quarterback of the football team type, and they're both twins. So. You have this that already. There's a, that big contrast, and it's really so. The the first episode so well written and so well done. You think it's a movie. I mean, the special effects and everything are great. Yeah. Um, but you know the show, and as a geeky dad, you know it's like, you know, it's like, oh man. So now you get to see. You always saw Jonathan Kent as a father, and for me, not really having one, you know, I kind of looked at that sort of stuff from a moral perspective, you know. Yeah, you yeah. Know, from a father's perspective, and it's fun to see that character now playing that that Jonathan Kent type character because they move back to Smallville. And yeah, they take I saw over that. the Kent farm. Yeah, 
Um, and of course, Morgan Edge, who's the who's the Lex Luthor type, is is has bought up land in Smallville, and you know it's of like course. it's just like any small town in the United States. The, right those now, real dying. estate huckster, you know, villains right. from the old days of the comics. You know, yeah, yeah, and he's made appearances in before. And I'm going to tell you right now, <clears throat> you know, being a Smallville fan, um, you know, the at least the first, and I haven't even, uh, I'm almost done the last episode. Um, is better. It's better than Smallville in just so many ways. Uh, you can see where the evolution wow. of things have gone, and a lot of it's a reflection on 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 today. On you know that more. Well, realistic I was I was view about to say world. that the current events are way different. Even though Smallville, I would myself, it's not that old of a show. When it, in the grand scheme no. of things, no. the last episode aired a month before my daughter was born. I remember and she that. Is it was 2011. Nine? Yeah, and it was yeah. 2011, and it was it was May. Yeah, she was born um, June 28th. Well, that was back when they were still doing regular TV type schedules, especially for what the <laughs> yeah. Well, that that, that was show back... was an average of 24 episodes, yeah. like like a lot of shows were then. Yeah, you know that was back before Netflix was what it is barely and, what um, it is now yeah barely the, and they were still se- you know sending out dvds on the i was on about to regular, say they were still using you, physical medium media and then you had Redbox had yeah. started so you know Redbox was was contending so you i mean you know things were a lot different when you can get right. your hands to watch something you watched it you know you didn't you didn't waste Absolutely. time or say pause and come back to it a month later but uh, you know i digress it's just the show was so well done. It's done from a perspective of a father. And obviously Clark, nice. well, the the character of Clark and Superman, is Superman is what he can do, but Clark is who he is. It's kind of always been um, understood. Unless you're a villain from a Tarantino film, then you think it's the opposite <laughs> way around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so to see it from the lens of that, as a father, uh, from a geek perspective, I totally got, you know, Got my my geek flag flying. Nice, like, nice. I was I was completely enthralled in the first episode, and you know, and if you're a dad, especially if you know you have you have kids who might have certain you know there's challenges. Yeah. Um. You know, it's it. They did it really well, and with respect to it. So good deal. You know, I urge anyone to go out there and watch it. It's a decent. It's a good family show as well. But it's most not of the a CW. I've been show. You know that. You're like one of the only DC people, especially in the GUI family, like to be a DC yeah. fan in general. I will say DC though has because New Fifty Two. I'll just say just r- ruined any chance of me trying to get back into a lot of the comics. I'll still read certain sure. titles. Yeah, what they have done though with CW and those shows mm-hmm. blows so much out of the water compared to what they've done over the years with the movies and everything. Taking a character, mm-hmm. they now have Stargirl as a show. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about it, another one that hits really well about parenting, step-parenting, and then yeah. adding in some other stuff to the mix. It's really, mm-hmm. really good. I cannot wait for season two. And you're sitting I've there going, the- a, like a B-DC, like a B-rated DC character has a way better show than that what they've given for a Justice League movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, 100%. It's amazing. I watched it with my daughter and she cuz we 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 were we were watching um 
Superman and Lois because it's our show now. Like me and her, sure. love, that's you know that's just our thing now. So we watch that and like that and the Flash. Really, any of those shows, you know, me and me and me and the kid are sitting down. We're watching it, um, and we that episode ended and um, and then it it cycled and that started playing. And we were just sitting on the couch talking or whatever, and we just kind of caught our eye, and we sat and we watched the whole episode, and I was like, "Damn!" Like, oh, so I you just recently watched Star Girl? I'm talking like three, two days ago. Oh, dude, we we two, watched the, the first season as it happened. Yeah, no, I just caught it. Oh. I, just, I mean, I knew it was out, but I just caught it, and I was like, "Oh, and so, Wilson, what the right fuck is going on? Right?" And Amy oh, Smart is, as the what? mom. And oh. Still gorgeous. Oh, she's still beautiful, but she, for her to go but like she acted really, she did a good job. She she did great, but but it's funny to watch her in the, what was it, Transporter or Transporter Two? I think she was in both, <laughs> both. those movies, and then both were to, getting banged out on the in the middle the, of like a racetrack, and then going to yeah. this is just hilarious mm-hmm. to me. But she does it well. She's pulled yeah. it off beautifully. So yeah, she did a good job. But I will say that she's come a long way from. I shouldn't say the the the. The, you know the really you know what I just said. I'll say that having relations within public view. Remember, it's it's adult. If, if you're letting again, I'll emphasize to anybody: if you're letting your kid listen to this show, we may be talking about parenting, we may be parents, but your kid should not be hearing this. Fair enough. Yes. Yeah. The, you, should, no, you should just not do that. No. Don't do that. Really, any of the GUI shows are not no. built for anybody. Maybe. Under the age of eighteen, I would say, just to be safe. Just to, just so there's no lawsuit. You are correct, <laughs> sir. No one under eighteen <laughs> should listen to any of our shows. Yeah. Just for legal purposes. <laughs> but fucking Star Girl. I mean, right. for a show to be as good as that, I was very surprised. You know, it had Flash. You know, like it was like Flash level in terms of you know, well, the writing was well done. Um, you know, so Superman and Lois too. What I think is happening from a, from my own perspective is I think they're understand they, they're trying to. I'm hoping that new management will understand the shift and the way things are going, right? And try to follow that, especially if even if you're going to make shows like WandaVision. Although I will say shows like WandaVision, you know, the Marvel shows Falcon and Winter Soldier that are those series, yeah. limited series, um, is a lot different. You know, because oh, yes. you're not worried about a next season. You're not worried about you know building on this storyline to tell this storyline down the road. You have a clean cut story you want to tell. Well, yeah. So well, and the whole thing medium. is they're 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 using them properly to connect yeah. to the to to the MCU, right? Which will give us the big blockbuster movie and everything. I've got to go back though, talking about again how smart DC is and can be. Don't, you know, I'm probably going to get shit for saying something <laughs> like that. Another yeah, example, though, is where, where they've been smart was uh, Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. The first season is on CW now. I hope they make a second season. Not only did they do oh. the whole build-up properly and build up mm-hmm. good the characters so awesomely in that, they're bringing in another, like, very low-rated character of Blue Devil. And if, yeah, and you're you're DC, and you're just like Blue Devil. Who the fuck is that? Well, I've I've heard of Blue Devil, and I have a DC book. Like, so I know I know Blue Devil is 
roughly, but I'm just like, why? Like, who? He was why? one of those fun characters. I, I don't know when he was created, but he I know mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff I saw in, like, the 80s, and he's always been in a lot of the big crossover, you know, where they have, like, just about every character involved in some, like, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths or whatever right. type stuff in the comics. He usually shows up to help out, does something... But his own storyline <laughs> is actually pretty boss, and he's just kind it's not of a like cool Nick's old character, Pitalik or whatever. You know, yeah. Like that's another DC. Like, why the fuck would you need to? Like, I think I've seen different iterations. Smallville did an episode on it, and I was like, it's stupid. Don't do that. Right. But the way Swamp Thing did it, he's he would, if they continue with Swamp Thing, he's going to be a great supporting like type character for real. Like, like it's it's yeah. it's going to be really really good yeah. if if I think they that's do it right. One I have to catch completely up on. I don't think I got all that all the way through the first season. Well, it's on CW now it, because the, what people had trouble with is that like that Titans and a couple others were all on that DC Universe streaming yeah. app that failed horribly. Oh, that that crash and burn super quick. Yeah, because people were like, "We're not paying for this when we've either seen most of it or." We saw it can get access to it just as easily, and we don't trust DC for doing live action. HBO, I will say HBO Max is doing it right. Uh, yes, Holy they're doing shit. it right, and they're by building their own content, and then that streaming platform. It's like you know that's that's the way to do it, especially with the movies and the way things are with the pandemic. You know, yeah, bringing these things to inside your home so you don't have to see them in the movies, and yeah, you still have to pay, but you know what? It's a hell of a lot cheaper. Then going, if you're paying for three tickets or four tickets to go see a movie, you may as well be putting a down payment on a car. Thank you to this way, all you that like, is holy. I did not have to pay for Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah. I'm no, so glad either. we didn't have to pay for it. I think we talked about that on a yeah. few episodes ago. Yeah. 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 I think I, I I enjoyed it for the heart. Sure. Um, and I thought there was a lot of really well done things and well written scenes that enemy in my opinion from a geek father perspective i'm gonna tell you right now not a good one shitty and i think you said that almost quote quote unquote like verbatim the last couple senses yeah i think you said that on the outro episode when (laughs) when we talked about it because what else can you say no every main every hero is divine defined by their villain right and that's just a fact that's a fact of storytelling in in those in that in that context, so you know, I will say as far as like Superman and Lois, there is um, there is a Lex Luthor in it. He's a um, in a different one. He's from a different world, different Earth. Okay. Um, so he's written into that storyline as like kind of the main antagonist for Superman while he's trying to be a good dad. It's really well done. And they also went um, like they did with Perry White in Man of Steel. They went you know they went a different route and for in terms of ethnicity. Okay. You know, race, which I was like, oh, good. I'm so, you know, I've seen enough fucking the same palely bald man. Hey, <laughs> like, leave Michael white, Rosenbaum out of this. No, 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 no. I will not say him or Gene Hackman. Um, I was about to say two of the you know, best Lex Luthor. And I'll even give Kevin Spacey his. I think he, well, yeah, he, he I mean, pulled he off Kevin a great Luthor. For what he had to work with, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for, for, sure. for that piece of shit movie, like, fuck Michael, yeah, he did. I personally, it depends on what you like. I Michael Rosenbaum, for me, will always be the definitive one. But Absolutely. They did, but this is a different type of Lex Luthor. You know, he's got his Lex Luthor suit so he can fight Superman. And oh, so he him. actually has, like, the, the green and purple. Right, and he's traveled to this new Earth, you know, to stop Superman from destroying it like he did his old one. But it's not the same Superman, so it's, 
you have these multiple storylines, and that's a way to do okay. it. The, Actually, the John, to I, I've got to say, villain. John, I was impressed with John Cryer for Lex Luthor on uh, um, Supergirl. Yeah, I, th- he I think he did definitely more Gene Hackman-ish yeah. in his delivery. And, you know, I didn't expect any... It, it, he was definitely menacing, but he was like that... The Weasley menacing that it's like, you know, that you just, you couldn't get fucking rid of. You, like, yeah. you couldn't burn him off. Like, you just, <laughs> he, he, he de- just wouldn't go well, away. Well, the whole connection with him is that he was, su- he played um, Lex Luthor's nephew in Superman 4. Yeah, that's right. L- Lloyd? Lloyd or something, Lloyd. yeah. It was Lloyd. I'm pretty sure it was Lloyd. Yeah. Or something like that. So, yeah. I mean, he he has that oh, connection. Right. To, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Lex. <laughs> yeah, 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 like Uncle almost Lex. like stoner, <laughs> like West Coast surfer dude, but totally looked really whacked out in whatever he was wearing during that movie. So Was that after he played, um, uh, what's his name in 16 Candles? Um, oh, that was way after. Yeah. Was that way after? Yeah, because thought, Superman 4 was. was like late 80s, early 90s even. Maybe. Yeah, that's... But, eh, late late eighties. I, I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think the 80s. Donner or whatever Superman. All. I don't think the Christopher Reeve lasted into the nineties. No, so. no, he definitely didn't. Well, no, yeah, because I, I think, think he was paralyzed like in the early nineties. So you know, hey. ninety four or something like that. He did Village of the Damned, and then yeah, uh, which that was, was ninety. The... That was like ninety one, ninety two. I think. Yeah, that so. was early on. That was a good movie, actually. I, I, I didn't mind it. watching it this Halloween. Wouldn't bad. I, I think it's based on a book, but I've never read. The well, book, there was so. a. I'm only uh, so geeky. There, there was a, a movie, a black and white movie, back in like the 50s or 60s. Oh, that's right. It was a remake. But I, the, yeah, it's all based on a book as well. So. Huh. Everything's based. So, on. so we've totally gone CWDC comics to Village of the Dam, thanks to Christopher yeah. Reeve. I do love Christopher Reeve. That is one hell. As a, as a, I, I mean, I love him too. I, I thought he was a great actor in general. And do you know that he was a, obviously for, um, you know, for his condition in terms of uh, charities, uh, you know, what he did after, you know, and the measure of a man or a person, in my opinion, and, and it'll, in life can be what happens when you fall. Do you, it, what happens after you get back up is, you know, like, you know, it's always, right. you know, moving forward, always, you know, go forward. Uh, and that's what he did. And so he spent his life doing a lot of charity until he passed away. And even yeah. to a point where he can move his, I think he could breathe on his own and he could move like his finger or something. Yeah, he, which, he definitely got a lot further than what the his original diagnosis said. Well, he just didn't give up. Right. He was in that in that way. He was a Superman. He showed that you didn't have to have superpowers. You just had to have will to do yeah. to keep moving forward. And. Um, you know, in this world right now, like cancer, for example, is, is a is a is obviously like a multiplier effect in terms of just shit rolling downhill, yeah. um, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people being affected by that. Yeah, you know, people close to us and or people that we know. Yeah, we um, which we've had some heavy talks uh, about that recently, just because of you've you've had a personal impact. I've had not mm-hmm. a. T- immediate personal but it's something that still hurts uh where especially as a especially as a as a as a father you know as a parent right somebody appreciates life innocence yeah that and then that's the whole thing that it comes to is that like you you know friends family it's cancer sucks fuck cancer whatever it may be anyways hold (laughs) <laughs> she's trying to she's stepping in on our uh, this is that's my kid everybody I'm sorry but you put the dog outside now she's stuck she's stuck outside can yeah. you get her in 
No. No. Go. Get him. I'll only go if I can have a donut. Welcome to Geek Fathers. Right. Where all of the children's get in. <laughs> and I'm a geek too. No. And Cloud. <laughs> You're a dork. You don't talk. Yeah, she's a dork. Okay, stop. Come on. No. Then I leave. Okay. I do not, it's not leave. Uh, it's to all of our audience out here. Uh, listen, this is this is the Geek Father life where nobody will let you record. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> there, there was even an interruption with uh, Chris and I with mine, but I, I couldn't get a, a very good sound from it, so I ended up cutting it. Did you? Yeah, I, I would have, I would have left it in, but it just, it just didn't yeah. mesh well with the mixing. So, and the dog's yeah. here too. Okay, you can go now, please. Cat I'm not donut. done. No. Half of a donut. You may not have a donut. You actually have to go brush your teeth because it's about it time is, for bed. It is bedtime, young lady. Uh, good times. Good times. I should have locked the door. Right. So now that we've done old man tangent on uh, some great things, I, I I encourage everybody to check out CW shows. If not just for good writing, good entertainment for the kids um, mm-hmm. and all that. However, segue into uh, what you brought up. <laughs> And, and and that's and that's why we had a feeling we're gonna, we're gonna cut all this anyway. So we're <laughs> yeah, well, you know, hey, I'll, I'll figure I'll figure out, out something in folks. the editing. I'll, I somehow I do it. I don't yeah. know how, but I but figure you, out. You know, something. it was it's kind of it's kind of perfect that she you know walked in and 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 interrupted. First off, that's what kids do. Yes, um, they have no shame. Very and, true. <laughs> or boundaries in that way. Yeah. And secondly, um, yeah, we were getting into a serious subject, so. So, Which is not going to make anybody necessarily feel good, but there's a lot of hope out there. There is. and A lot of people helping. And that's where I'll go in and jump in and kind of, I guess, we, we each kind of have a story, which is what got us talking this week about everything. Um, kind of opposite perspectives almost, though, which is uh, the the funny part about it almost, to where yours involves a parent... Mine involves a child. Right. Uh, but two different things. I, and what I'll talk about is that it, I, if I honestly have any listeners out there that were with me since the beginning when I was doing basically mini episodes every week and stuff like that, uh, I talked about, or I had an episode that talked about um, for the, it was like for the kids, a day where uh, a friend's daughter who at the time was four, maybe four years old and got cancer. So they, they went through everything, chemo, the whole rigmarole. I talked about one of the things that they were doing to help uh, raise the money for it, to do some things for her. A few mm-hmm. weeks ago, unfortunately, uh, it was found out that it's come back, even though oh. things had been clear for... We're talking about an eight-year-old girl, and you want to talk about, let me say the first thing I will, before anything else, is that this kid has a head on her shoulders and probably one of the most positive attitudes I can ever think of. I mean, we there was a joke where it was always said that she was such a happy baby all the time. She's mm-hmm. still happy. How she does it, 
the the innocence of youth is all I can chalk it up to at this point because for a endless, child, endless optimism, right? Endless optimism. It's a, it's a it's an amazing thing. It give you it make make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up just because it's like so powerful sometimes to be like exactly as an adult. I don't even know if I can keep going, but you know, as a child facing something like this, it's like you know, you just wake up every day as long as you can wake up and you're just loving it. Yeah, yeah. So. And this is uh, my my buddy Mike, who uh, learned a tattoo under my brother-in-law Greg. Uh, for anybody who knows them, uh, he tattoos now down in, in the Virginia Beach area, and it's his daughter Kimber, which they have a Facebook page that they call uh, it's Team Kimber. It was set up when she had it the first time, and uh, they're and I'm glad they're doing it this way. They're being more open about needing help because. One of the big differences is that they have it, a, a second daughter as well, who was actually born while they were going through this the first time. Oh, wow. So they're trying to do so much with their schedule and different things to make sure not only Kimber has what she needs, because she did chemo last week, and I think she has a couple weeks before she goes in for her next round of chemo. Uh, so they, you know, their younger one that they, they try to spend time with and everything, but they, they said this time that they're basically going, we're still doing what we can, but we need help. We're being just way more forward about it and saying we need help. So they've set up, um, there's a GoFundMe, there's a, uh, even a, I believe it's still available. A Kim, a Kimber has an Amazon wish list mm -hmm. just to help with a few things. And I'll I'll post these links uh, onto the episode uh, w when this gets released, guys, because this will definitely be happening as you know in comparison to when we're recording now to when I release the episode for us. And this kid is a badass. That is the one of the biggest things I can say about this. And and I as a parent, I can only imagine what that has to do to somebody's mentality as an adult uh, yeah that's uh, I mean I've seen people I've seen I have I have friends and people I know of who I've uh, I've met in my travels through life and you know, I know at least two or three that have lost a child and one yeah. specifically to cancer and um, I will say that in the face of that, and I'm sure after, you know, odds, immense odds and kind of uphill of, of, you know, emotion and sadness and, you know, emptiness. I know for me as a father, if I ever was not a f technically a father anymore, I don't think that I would, I don't know that I would feel any reason to keep moving forward. Um, and my, I tell you, my friend, what she did was uh, eventually she pushed through. And yeah. started a foundation, which, you know, and we'll, we'll provide some details for that a little later. But, uh, you right. know, that's it. I think when people need to be their best, especially parents, they can be. Absolutely. Um, and it sounds like they're that's what they're doing. You know, they, yeah. they're they doing everything that they can, and that's all they can do. Yeah, exa exactly. Sorry, I, was, I, I realized I was about to cut you off still. Uh, and, and, and that's that's really what it is. Um Again, I, I get so lost. I know exactly what, you know, what to say, but I still get the words lost in a situation like this. 
because first off the rule, any parent, and it's a, you can say, you know, I say the quote unquote, it's an unspoken rule. Parents are not supposed to outlive their children, especially in this day and age of science and medicine. That just shouldn't happen. And it does because natural law. Yeah. And it's, it kills me because not only has Kimber been strong enough and going through this again, things still haven't been like, it wasn't like she finished her chemo the first time around and just hopped up and was like, I can go now. She's had multiple surgeries on her leg where the cancer has been found. Mm-hmm. She's basically had a cast on that same leg for, I'll say, like five years now. Some four or five years. So for her to be in that situation and to see the positive, the face, that face that she gives. And there are dark days. They're not going to necessarily post on Facebook with the Team Kimber page or anything like that. Those dark days. No one wants to see that. And I get it. Because those, those are also are the for, more private days. Yeah, those are yeah those those are those are times for for them and them alone. Right, but when they do post in some of those pictures, fucking adorable. That yeah. that kid has a, a, a I'll say a moxie, if you will, like like Certain nobody gumption. else. Yeah, you know she she does it great, a and I, I mean it's. It's amazing what she's doing, and I'm proud of... Because there's multiple communities that get involved mm-hmm. with this as well. And that's definitely right. more... Li- I, I, Of course, again, because when I, when I think about this stuff, I, I can never think of it. You have one that I think they're, they're, they're the same people are involved with that your friend helped start as oh, well. Really? Um, mm-hmm. But there are multiple organizations that... Their sole purpose is to help the kids feel, quote-unquote, normal. To have right. a good day, to... What was it? I believe at one point for Kimber, they all the, the they did one of the most basic things and just gave her, like, set up a playground in her yard, like a swing set. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's amazing. It. Yeah, and it was one of the go, best days she's had. I hope I can had. love anything as much as they love this playground, or balloon, or bubbles right you know or something that they can imagine with and you know escape it's pretty amazing yeah i mean that's and, and a lot of people don't realize is there's there's national organizations you know like make a make a uh, make a wish make a wish is it make a wish is a good one my I, and i mentioned before my mom worked for them and yeah. some of the celebrities are still kind of dicks sometimes well sure but there but there's still a lot of celebrities and the people that typically work within the organization top notch it's yeah. i've seen a lot of good things that they've done in the way they work it so you know i gotta tell you uh, as a it's a just sort of side thought on that as a celebrity i would be i don't care how tired i am or how many press junkets i've yeah. done um or if i've got to shoot and um uh, you know reshoot a scene or you know, you yeah. know reshoots or whatever you know i don't care what the situation is if i have an opportunity to do something like that 
for for a kid for someone you know that's going through something like that just to give them five minutes of that rush yes. of joy through their body and through their heart yeah and all you got to do is show up because that's how much you mean to somebody to be seen i mean mm-hmm. if anybody could be a dick about that don't deserve i don't care how good they are as an actor or singer don't deserve where they're at no and and that's why a lot of the press you you really don't hear about the bad press when it comes to that right because a lot of those groups are smart to where even if the kid requests one of the assholes they try mm-hmm. they try to have a backup request available right you know because they they, they don't want to deal with that their job shouldn't be harassing somebody to be like go see this kid that's asking just to say hi to you but you're not going to have the decency to to like i mean they they they've had a documented where some of these people have shown up to a lunch or something and just basically been like hey how are you took a picture ate their sandwich and bolted yeah what what are you doing you know to and and i agree with you i mean that's a total like scumbag move period i don't care who you are it's just it's it's just it's it's uh, a reflection of of i'm sure uh, too many people out there is that just innate selfishness you know this shit's be below me or i've got too many things to do or i got a party to get to later you know like i said or even if you're filming a movie it's a you're gonna film that fucking movie one way or another yeah. But this, uh, in some, a lot of situations, this is this kid's last real thing to take with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a thousand more moments, unfortunately, compared to the ten that they they get left. Exactly. To to really experience. So you know, yes, I think it's a shitty move. Yeah. I don't care if you worked hard your entire life and you and you you put in the work and the gr- elbow grease and you got to where you are. That's awesome, but. When you get to a certain point and you have that sort of influence to throw it away or to shit on it or to think it's less than what you should be doing, fuck you. Right. Fuck you. And the great thing is, is that there are so many more people out there doing things, you know, right. whether voluntarily or when they're asked to do they're they're like, let's do it. You know, the, you hear about some of the actors who dress up in their costumes and will go to hospitals just on their own. Not even mm-hmm. doing a promotional thing. The only way you find out about it technically is uh, someone like a nurse or somebody snaps a picture and tells the local news about it. Yeah. Those are the people that we need out there really doing this stuff. Like, what was it? Uh, I know a lot of the Marvel people have done it, uh, like Chris Pratt. Okay. And what was it? Uh, one of the big stories was a Johnny Depp at one time. Dress up as uh, Captain up Jack. As- yeah, dressed up as Captain Jack And he Sparrow. just yeah. went to a hospital and was and stayed in character the whole time. Didn't tell a soul about it. Like, no leak to the news, nothing. Showed up incognito, got there, and hung out with the kids for a few hours. Stayed in character, and then peaced out and rolled. Yeah. And that was it. And that's cool as shit, man. Yeah, that's all it takes. You, you just, what you did... In those three hours before you get on your flight to go back to wherever or in the car to go to whatever um, means the world to someone else. Right. And that's that's a pretty powerful thing. I, I wish I had half of that or a fraction of that kind of influence. I wish that my job could honestly be to, to dress up like superheroes and go to. And I know they have right? people like that. It's not, you know, I but it's. Yeah. I guess in life right now, maybe it's not feasible. I don't know. I'll have to. 
Well, but it's a pretty amazing thing. You have to work out a lot. You know. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, well, I mean, if if that's your normal gig, I'm sure that that's part of the the working out is part of the, the process. Shape, sure. Yeah. I'm sure, no, I'm sure you got some muscles in there, and I do. I did yeah. hear a pretty cool, and this I will say this is not specifically an epic dad story, but I'm going to go into it considering how long we've been rec- um, we've been doing um, recording. Yeah, and, and just reminded me of a cool story of a guy. I, I think that they, you know, just like the people who visit hospitals dressed as superheroes, and some people probably work for an organization, some people do it on their own. Yeah. So I remember reading, and this is, this is probably you know, a couple of years ago, but I do remember reading a cool article about like sort of a cool dad moment where he dressed up like uh, Spider Man, mm-hmm. and the the son 